there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. You know, I'm jumping in now ahead of you, Salty. Yeah, there was after. a while you were like, "Do you want to do your thing first? Yeah, Salty? yeah. Now, yeah. It's like, now we've got the single names. Now it's like I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. It's a thing the kids are saying. Mm. What are we? What are we talking, Cam? All right. Well, I thought we'd start off today talking about one, one, Posadas. One Posadas. Clever wordplay there. And uh, the fourth international Posadists. You sent me, you sent both of us the link to that, the wiki page. Yeah. I remember reading it and getting very confused. Yeah. And thinking, is this a fake wiki page or a real wiki page? I understand what's happening. And then I didn't go back to it. You well, know, remember his note was also read it from the very top to the bottom like a normal book. <laughs> it's like, as opposed to a manga. Yeah. That's how I usually read wiki pages. Well, no. I read every third sentence yeah. just, to, <laughs> just to get the gist. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're researching conspiracies, yep. trying to get to the bottom of what's really going on, yep. and you might skip over the boring bits, yep. jump on the, the Wikipedia page for the fourth international uh, fourth internationalist Posadists and read from the top to the bottom without skipping to the interesting bits. Yeah. And it makes the interesting bits so much sweeter. Okay. Right. It's like when you have toast and you butter one bit with just butter and it's good because yeah. butter and hot toast is good. And you butter the other bit with like Vegemite or jam and it's so much better because you've had to deal with just butter. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so the Posadists. So the toast strategy. <laughs> Do you so butter and Vegemite? Yeah, the second one here, but yeah. I'm, not, but, I'm not an animal. Wait, so you, do you have one whole piece of toast with just butter? Yeah, and, and it's good. Toast and butter is really good. Yeah, no one's denying that. But then you realise how much better it is with like a delicious spread on top of that. Going for a two-tier breakfast. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta have a good start, and you, and you ramp it up. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! I think so, Saudi's Saudi's. I'm, on board. I'm down yeah. with that. Is yeah. there anyone out there that wants to start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Juan Posadas. He was a uh, Argentinian revolutionary mm-hmm. uh, in South America, yep. as you might expect. <laughs> yep. Uh, he fought alongside Che Guevara and Castro, mm-hmm. uh, and he was kind of like those guys are top tier. 
Yeah. Their, their S tier, as we say. Yeah. One of them's a t shirt. Yep. Yep. He was maybe A tier. Okay. Like one tier down. He's a, he's what, what's this? Why is S above A? Yeah. What's the system we use? Super. Using? Okay. And what's A? Like A for like A, a and then A, B, C. Okay. <laughs> what happens when you get to S? You don't go down that far. Okay. But you have Z, Z list. Yeah, Z list. Anyway, those guys are top tier. Yeah. He's like a second tier guy. Okay. Or maybe a third tier guy. Yeah. No, he's a second tier guy. He had his he had his own international thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got a wiki page. Yeah. So they're like doing revolution stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like mates with Castro and Guevara. He was a Trotskyite, which was sort of not the big communism thing at the time down okay. there. Trotsky was like a, a traitor to start one. Right. Uh, but he was doing that. Um, he went off Castro a bit because he uh, had this theory that a conspiracy theory, if you will, mm. that uh, Castro had like kidnapped Che Guevara. Like when Guevara died, yeah. he's like, no, he's not really dead. Castro's got him. Oh, and he had him banged up in a bloody prison. Yeah. Now, didn't, he, didn't he die in Africa? Che Guevara. Or did he go back to Cuba after Africa? I think he went back and died over there. Okay. But uh, Posadas also went to jail for a little bit mm. where he was tortured. Mm. Some would suggest that it was around the time he was tortured that he started uh, with some of his more cooked gear. Yeah. Yep. A mental break from torture will do that to you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so- I know what you're thinking. This is this is really fascinating. <laughs> this, this inter-revolutionary politics. Yep, it's like it's like butter on hot toast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about a little bit of uh, bloody Nutella with oh, your, with your yeah. buttered toast? And you know what? I wish I could like hype this up and make it more exciting by going off on a tangent about how Shea Guevara was a lizard, but I can't. I couldn't find anything. Ah, so you, you actively looked. Yeah. yeah. So his other thing though, and this is what sort of set him apart. Well, there's a few things that set him apart from other communist groups. The first thing that set him apart was that uh, he was like, nuclear war, we fucking need it badly. Right. (laughs) Everyone else was more along the lines of, oh, we need to stop nuclear war. Mm. We need to like stop the the nuclear arms race. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, what if there was a nuclear war? Would not all of, you know, capitalism crumble? Mm. beneath the power of the mighty atom mm. and from the ashes, socialism would flower. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if that's probably going to work that way. Why not? Because- Have you ato- seen the end of Fight Club? Atomic bombs just don't kill capitalists. They kill indiscriminately. Yeah. They don't avoid socialists. No, they don't. But they would all of like the all of the wealth would be destroyed as well. Yeah, and also the people. But in a, if there's a global nuclear war, all yep. the banks are gone. Yeah, all of the Federal Reserve is gone. The shadow banks are gone. People are gone. Yeah. Drinking water is compromised. But of, of the survivors, though, yeah, who's the ones that's going to rise up and rebuild? Whoever gets mutant the most, mutated the, the most. People that can work together. The working class, mate. Probably yeah. the mutants who have got the sweetest mutations. The mutant working class. Yeah. So that was this thing about nuclear war. Okay. The other socialists are like, oh, all right. And then he was like, and here's another thing, folks. Uh, aliens are definitely communists. Yeah. Which he sort of makes sense. He, like it's one of those things, you know, when people are like- Can, oh, can you make that make sense for us then? <laughs> you know, when people are like, aliens are communists, and you're like, well, you've made some logical leaps, haven't you? <laughs> but you look at the leaps he's made and you're like, well, that makes sense. 
And his argument was that for a society to be sufficiently advanced to travel between the stars, they would have to have, you know, pulled together and worked together as socialists. Mm. Like a capitalist society, which is all about the, you know, furthering yourself Mm. rather than the collective, would Mm. not be able to achieve such a technological thing. And his... So he was like, so aliens are definitely socialists and the reason that they we see UFOs but they don't stick around because they're like, oh, human society, you're not socialist enough yet. So the aliens are cruising past. Yeah. It's dropping on the old humans. Yeah, they're like, we'll just check, we'll just check them out. See we'll go, what's up. We'll, ju- we'll pop down into a farm. We'll fucking dismember some cows, yep. do some experiments to find out if this society is sufficiently yep. socialist. Through the butt. Yeah, but but experience experiment. We don't know their technology. We don't yeah. know how how butt experiments show up on the socialism scale. Yeah, maybe that's the way you find out if yeah. a society is officially socialist. Yeah. Flooring that already. Um, if they, I'll, I'll be interested to hear what this is. If they're traveling past or, or wanting to find out if they're socialist enough, and they're just kind of hovering and buggering off. Yeah, surely they're you, not buggering off. They're buggering cows. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you should like surely. Surely you can send something else down to do it, like some sort of drone or a robot. Probe. Probe. I don't want to yeah. use that word because I, <laughs> I avoided that on purpose. So I just kind of feel like if I want to see if, yeah, I don't think that's an efficient way. You've got to send people down though because it's like you'd go over Cuba and you'd be like, oh, this is all sweet. Mm. You'd be like, oh, well, let's check it out. And then you need to take a closer look. Couldn't they just hack into a television? Maybe. The other thing is I imagine a capitalist mm. or someone from a different ideal, except for anarchy or nihilism, Yeah, probably catal- capitalism would those, say. Those are the four yeah. philosophies. <laughs> yeah. um, they would, capitalists would be like, no, the only way that they'd be able to do it is they're capitalists because they invest money in. They need the wealth. Yeah, yeah, they need the wealth and the, they need people to keep pushing it along together to keep bettering us rather than everyone just kind of hippying about with your bloody lefty flower parties. But That's what a capitalist would say. Capitalists don't work together. They work to further their own interests. What about SpaceX? Isn't that proof that the capitalism – you're not this guy. Why am I debating it with you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not this guy. We might talk about Elon Musk a little bit later though. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's about it. He, they also had this thing about talking to dolphins. I didn't. I couldn't actually work out what that was all about. Yeah, I couldn't pull together they, those links. They are like, the Posadists were like, no, the dolphin thing is like anti-Posadist propaganda. And it's like, it's not crazier than some of this other stuff. I think that whatever the pamphlet that was has just gotten lost. Right. Isn't it more likely that humans would, dolphins are supposed to be super intelligent, right? Yeah. Would it not be more likely that we could end up communicating with dolphins than it is that communist aliens are going to come to Earth? <laughs> yes. So why is that the cook thing that's trying to make them look bad? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever hear about this experiment with the dolphins? It's been famously explained on a podcast, so I don't really want to explain it on a podcast because it's just going to end up being that podcast. Right. But basically. This is about having sex with dolphins? Yeah. They they gave a do- dolphin and a lady LSD and put them in a house together and- she started jacking off the dolphin. In a house? Yeah. So they, they put like a lady a, and a dolphin in a house yeah, together. In like a half-submerged house. And it was an experiment to see if the dolphin only 
communicated with humans, would it learn human language in some way? Yeah. Rather than learning dolphin would it learn language. how to talk. <laughs> and it just started getting HJs from the lady. Well, yeah, because it was like a it got angry because it got you know it's it's like, sexual maturity. Yeah, right. and it's like there's fucking couches everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I can't swim freely <laughs> in this house. And so the lady ended up like having to to pleasure it basically. Was this on LSD? No. And then they just thought giving it LSD <laughs> would help in some way. Well, it helped the Beach Boys. <laughs> so they gave them <laughs> they gave them both LSD. Yeah. And I don't think that helps. And then the hand no. jobs just got fucked up. And <laughs> um, so it's like the opposite of Brian Wilson. Yeah. Giving yeah. You- oh, no, they put out dope album. Yeah. Uh, the pr- production on their album was you, like what you do is you isolate tracks yeah. on the Dolphin and the Ladies album. Beautiful. There's some real animal sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think then after it just got too weird, yeah. after the hand jobs. Then, <laughs> after, the, after the LSD it got weird. Yeah. Then they, they obviously abandoned. The experiment. Yeah. So they just locked the doors. Yeah. <laughs> How have I never heard of this before? Yeah. Um, if you if you look it up, there's a, a podcast probably quite similar to ours explaining right. it on YouTube. There's a little animation. They're not quite as good as ours, obviously. Mm, no, no, the overall, but the explanation was better because I didn't want to crib their, okay. their no, bit. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Anyway, we, how do we get here? Communicating with dolphins. Yeah. 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 Less cooked than communicating with aliens. Communist aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the conspiracy here, Cam? It's, it's just aliens, mate. <laughs> so do people still believe this is happening? Uh, well, the, th- the thing about old Posadas, if yeah. you can believe it, this was a bit of a – his group was a bit of a personality cult. Okay. So after he died in like the 60s or like maybe early 70s, uh, they kept it going for a while. There, there was a bit of a dear leader sort of gear yeah. going on. Uh I was reading in like the Fortean Times, which is like a hippie publication, which uh, mentioned that there were a few still knocking around. This was like back in like 2007 or something, mm. this article was written. There was a few people still knocking around. There was like a, a guy in Germany who was still pushing the barrow. Yeah. Because when you think about it, it's some pretty good ideas. Yeah. Um, there's some suggestion that like uh, Gene Roddenberry was inspired by it for like the philosophy of Star Trek. Okay. Well, that the the the, the society in Star Trek has to be socialist, right? Well, yeah, they're they're a cashless like they're There's a no money, money a currencyless society. Really? Yeah. And There's, a television show. They've developed enough technology together to explore space. There's no war. Yeah. No war on Earth. Yeah. But, yeah, they, but in the movie they got in a fight. Yeah, they get into fights, but it's amongst themselves they've moved past conflict and they've moved past the need mm. to earn money because and now they can fully devote themselves to, you know, science, pushing beyond the final frontier. Have these people met humans? Like Gene Roddenberry worked with them every day, I would say. Yeah, yeah. so already it's pretty flawed because humans are garbage as a Here whole. But it's not in 2011 or 1950, whenever Star Trek started, it's in bloody Stardate 44757.7, isn't it? Yeah, and I reckon humans are probably still pretty hey, people at that point. We're not on a bloody punk rock bulletin board in 1999 where you have to be like, oh, socialism can never work because humans are too flawed. <laughs> well, interesting you say that, Ken. Uh, because that's what one of these guys said. Uh, Jimmy, I think is his name. I found him on YouTube. Yeah. He was ranting about Posadism. Is he, he one of these young punks? Yeah, he was pretty baby-faced. Che Guevara sign in the background. Well, yeah. no, this guy thought socialism could work. He just didn't like Trotskyism. 
Yeah, and but he he was going on about, and I don't know shit about socialism. I don't understand yeah. the difference between a Trotskyism and a Stalinism. But he was saying like there couldn't never be permanent re- revolution. Yeah, that was the Trotsky thing. Yeah, uh, and he's like, you know, how ridiculous it would never be possible. I'm pretty sure we've all worked that out that it's not possible. Like you're not breaking your ground here, Jimmy. <laughs> um, he called it. He called Posadism a theoretical meme. Yeah. And did it get memed by 4chan at some point? It's been pretty heavily memed right now. So, yeah, like 10 years ago, there was like a few people hanging on. These days, it's definitely heavily memed. I don't know. I was Well, I was looking on YouTube and there's definitely like a lot of 4chan-y stuff. But there's also, there's like some big stuff on Facebook. There's like some bizarrest meme okay. things on Facebook, which is pretty funny. Yeah, I found one that was... Um an X X Chen song, who's a SoundCloud rapper who uh, is in prison. I think he's in prison for pretty horrible crimes. Yeah. It's one of his songs over the top of like communist propaganda mm. movies and like it was done like a music video. Yeah. Was that the one that was called Labor Wave? No, Labor Wave was uh, high, taking a hybrid of the meme genre Vaporwave. Yeah. Don't at me, any Vaporwave fans. I get it. Totally at Robo. <laughs> um, yeah, at me. We can talk about Sweet Vaporwave. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of meme stuff. There was another one of uh, some aliens dancing to terrible techno music and I think Poseidon, what's his last name? Posadist. Posadist. I think there's a photo of him in the corner. Right. And that went for a long time and the aliens were terrible. Yeah. And that was about all I found on this whole thing. Yeah, there's not a huge amount on YouTube, but yeah, there's some funny stuff on Facebook. Right. So for the, the dank stuff, I need to get on Facebook. So, yeah, it's sort of like it's the opposite of um, like the flat earth thing. Yeah. Where it used to be like or between the point where it was like really real and now where it's really real, it was a joke for a few years in the middle. Yeah. This was like really real and now it's a joke. Yeah. It's gone the opposite way to yeah, okay. modern flat so earth. So do you think it could end up coming back to real again? I think so. Hopefully through this podcast because it makes a lot of sense. Which part makes sense? I think it'll come back to being real when aliens arrive and they're like, what's up, comrades? And we're like, it's going to cost you 50 bucks to park your spaceship there. And they're like, we don't have cash. Which part of this, Cam, Mm. makes sense for you? The whole thing. Which part? The nuke thing makes sense. The alien thing makes sense. So you're you're pro-nuclear war? I am now. No. Look. Is King Jong of this theory? Because he seems to be racing towards nuclear war. No, I think he's just trying to get some attention, isn't he? Well, maybe he wants to rise everyone up into communist glory out of the ashes of nuclear war. I feel like he'd be pushing. I think, does he subscribe to a particular branch of communism? Cam, you're a communist expert. I think in North Korea he would probably be into zhush, which is the North Korean thing. Okay. Anything like loosh? Yeah, is it a loosh thing? Yeah. <laughs> no. J-U-C-H-E. I'm okay. actually, I'm not 100% on the pronunciation. Okay. But that's their thing. Right. I. Look, no, just. Okay. Is it possible that Posadism could come full circle? With? I, reckon, I reckon it could. Yeah. If, I don't know, if things get cooked enough that people like start getting back into. I reckon you could look at some of these memes and be like, things are cooked enough that I'd love some aliens to come down and sort us out. Yeah. yeah. Do you think aliens would have to be communist? Yeah, 100%. Right. That bit makes sense. Yeah. But it's like, 
whatever. They've, they've probably got their own things, eh? Yeah. <laughs> they probably weren't super down with, with Trotsky and, and co. Yeah. It's like, you know, they might not even be carbon-based life forms. They could have ascended beyond the physical. Salty, what have you got on this? Oh, nothing nothing much else than what's been covered earlier. I watched Jimmy Casual's video and there was a guy called the Chicago Socialist, a.k.a. Frank. Right. And all I took from that was there's these really fucking young guys on YouTube taking all of this shit way too seriously when they need to be out trying to, like, feel some boobs or get a girlfriend. Or penises. Or feel some penises, whatever they want. They need to be finger-banging something and not making such serious videos about Marxism and Trotskyism on YouTube. But especially not about, like, a weird Marxist sect or Trotskyite sect from, like, the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. That was clearly cooked. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, it doesn't matter. You're too young. Yeah. To be so jaded about this stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. Anything else on this one? I think that's about all we've got. Hmm. I'm with Cam though. Yeah. It makes sense. On this one. It does make sense. I don't think it makes sense In at all. In way. I don't think that communism, I don't, I don't know enough about it. I think that'll do us for Posadism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this universe at least. <laughs> We're back with the Conundrum Foundation, a podcast about uh, some theories. Was <laughs> <laughs> Conundrum what you came up as a, as a synonym for hypothetical? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same thing. All right. The Imagination Foundation. Great. Cool. I didn't know. I just didn't notice you coming up with it. So Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I don't know. Welcome back to the Imagination Foundation. No, we're just tricking. It's still the hypothetical institute. You're still in this universe for now. Gotcha. The theoretical college. What we are going to be talking about in this half of the show is the question of, are we living inside a simulation? Did anyone write down the kind of the the three ideas that show whether we are or we aren't? I've got them right here. Well, they're not... (coughs) They're not whether we are or aren't. Oh, the, the, sorry, the, the what is it? Like uh, the hypothetical thing. That guy's yeah. theories. Nick, Nick Bostrom is, mm. for, is a philosopher and he proposed these, uh, it's a tripartite disjunction. Mm. And one of those. Basically the thing is, the argument is that one of the following things, one of the following three things is true. Number one is that uh, humanity. Sorry, before you go, one of the three things has to be true. Yeah, or it's really likely to be true. Yeah, okay. So even (laughs) when you hear the three things, you can be like, hmm, I'm hedging your bets, aren't you? Yeah. It's either (laughs) true or it's not or it might be. (laughs) But it's like even on top of that, he's like, it's most likely one of these three things is true. Okay. And it's like if you said one of these three things is true when I flip this, one of these things will most likely be true when I flip this coin, it'll either be heads, tails, or it'll land on its edge. Mm. Okay. So the three things that one of which is likely to be true. Number one, humanity will never reach a stage of technology where they can run a complicated simulation yeah. of 
humanity. That's so real that we don't realize that we're in a simulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's called post-humanity mm-hmm. when we reach the stage where we can, you know, you can be living in a simulation and or the people in the simulation will be aware they're in a simulation. Mm-hmm. So his idea is sort of ancestor simulations. So they would run simulations of what life was like in the past. Yeah. Uh, the second option. So that first one is we'll never get to that point. Yeah. yeah we'll die off as a yeah, humanity before will, we get it. We'll, we'll nuke ourselves trying yep. to become communists <laughs> before we ever get to that stage. Do we try and develop the ancestor simulations or try and get socialism off the ground again with nukes? <laughs> the second option is that we will develop that technology, but due to ethical concerns, we won't implement it. Okay. So that's saying- We'll reach a post-humanity stage, but we'll be like, it's not, it's essentially slavery yep. or it's not fair to create the, this life. What is essentially essentially life, even though it's just a simulation, and to keep them trapped in this thing. We shouldn't keep Robbo's brain in a jar like that. Yeah, but. And with all the misery in the world. Yeah. Like that's not fair to create, which it's not real misery. It's just a simulation. Yeah. But to the people in the simulation, it's real misery. Yeah. The third thing is we'll reach a point where we can do simulations. Yeah. And we'll do them. Mm-hmm. And if that's true, odds are we're in a simulation. Yeah. So it's like a 33%. Yeah, it's a, that's that's the takeaway. It's yeah. a 33% chance that we live in a simulation. Can I go back to number two for a second? Yeah. Never going to happen. As I said in the previous thing, humans are garbage. So you think we would run... Oh, completely. Look at them suffering in those third world countries. (laughs) Like uh, factory farming, uh, slavery still exists in many, many forms. So you're going with three then? No, I- Are you going to go with one that would die out before we got to that point? I don't know. And I, yeah, I'm not sure where I land on all this, And I, but it's beyond my thinking. I reflexively went for one. Yeah. Cam, where do you land on I this? reflexively went for three. Okay. So you think we're in a simulation? Well, everything follows rules. Yep. Uh, like outside of our minds, mm-hmm. everything is bound by physics. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, from the Big Bang onwards, everything has been following the path set by that initial explosion. Mm. In terms of within our minds and the choices we make and our free will, mm. it's all just electrons bouncing around, yep. which are also bound by physics. Yep. So you can say that everything is on a set path, mm. which would all make sense if it was a simulation. Yes. Now, if you – I, this is going to sound cooked – and this is because I've been watching all this cooked shit. Yeah, we're already pretty pretty far down the rabbit hole now. Just so. wait till you see the, like, look, this is the thing. This is like the sensible side of it. Okay. <laughs> the, there's some cooked people who are like, oh, this is already pretty cooked. What if we just popped it back in the pan for a minute? Yeah. So the technology to create a realistic simulation is not that far off. Yeah. In terms of every... In terms of, you know, the microchip thing where they, mm. they keep getting small. It's like every year they get twice as small. It's yeah. like Moore's Law. Yeah. And then we're sort of, right now we're like on the edge of quantum computing where I don't get it. Yep. But they're fucking around. They're yep. fucking around with the bits down there. Yeah. The, the re, those really little bits. Yep. <laughs> so, and, you know, right now, like in terms of VR and things, yep. you can create like a fairly 
realistic sort of simulation of, you know, stuff. Yeah. And once that once quantum computing takes off, we're going to see eventually we will reach that point. I think at the moment it's 50-50 whether we'll beat, you know, the nuclear apocalypse. Mm. But it's not that far off. And I think that people would want to do it. The But the thing is, if that happens, we would 100% have to be in a simulation because, like, the arrogance of thinking whether we were the first, we're the top level that worked it out. It's like yeah, that's a, probably fair. It's like and it's at a point in the simulation, you have to reach the point where you inv- humanity invented simulations. Yes. Mm. But that could just be years from now, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, though, uh, okay. one of the theories about this is that any simulation that is, like, a society can reach a point where it can create these simulations but probably can't reach a point where they can have a simulation that's just running simulations all the way down. Yeah, okay. And so the minute that you invent the simulation technology, that's when they have to turn your simulation off. <laughs> I've, I've heard that when... Yeah, it's the infinite feedback loop <laughs> of simulations. When, if, if, they become, if you become aware of the experiment, say if this was a simulation, then the experiment is an experiment. Yeah is no longer feasible because they're aware that it's an experiment. So then they just kill it off. Yeah. That's what scientists would do. Now. Yeah. Have we become aware of it through a little something called the Mandela effect? What is the Mandela effect? Right, this is where things start to get cooked. It's like <laughs> we obviously don't live in a simulation, guys. Come on. The Mandela effect is, well, there's two options really. Mm. One for this universe, one for the other one. Yeah. Uh, the Mandela effect is this idea that there have been multiple universes or maybe multiple simulations yeah, and they are stuff, historical facts from one universe or one simulation leaking into our one. Right. So a couple of big examples that people use are like the Berenstain Bears. Do you Don't that? you mean the Berenstain Bears? No. What? So people... <laughs> It's, sorry, it's kind of telling or well, not telling, but you didn't lead with the Mandala one. I'm going to get to it. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be this is called the rule of threes. Okay. It's a three banger. So a lot of people are like, oh, I remember the Berenstain Bears, which is like a children's book mm. that people would have read as children, mm. as being the Berenstain Bears. And some people are like, I even remember them doing like Jewish stuff. Right. Like having a Seder dinner or something. I sort of remember that. But that's because I read them when I was a little kid. Yep. And <laughs> I don't remember what actually happened in them. Yes. It was a cartoon as well, right? Yeah, they I think I've so. got the theme song in my head. Okay. Kind of. Or do you? Maybe I don't. Um, so it's, it's the theme song you have in your head like Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, that is how it goes. The theory is that it's T-E-I-N. It's always been T-E-I-N. Yeah. And then something happened, a glitch in our matrix. Yeah. And the other universe or simulation leaked in, yeah, and changed that all instances of the EIN, yeah, to AIN, yeah. But some people still remember what the it EIN. was before the glitch. Yeah. Uh, the virus one, didn't affect everyone. Well, yeah, I guess it didn't affect our memories. Mm. It just affected the physical, but only affected s- some of our memories, right? Because some people, like I remember how it was actually spelled. Yeah, I remember the right way. Uh, there's stuff like in Snow White. You know when she's like mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Actually, it's magic mirror on the wall. 
Who's the fairest of them all? They're pretty inconsequential details. Yeah. That kind of coincide with uh, the mass spread of information easily. Yeah. And like, yeah, people sort of remembering things from their childhood. Yeah. And the Star Trek episode Mirror Mirror. Yeah. Right. Um, Blind Guardian song Mirror Mirror. Yep. Yep. That's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's like in Star, Star Wars, spoiler alert. Yeah. And fucking sorry to you as well. Yeah. Trigger right. warning for you. This is probably going to bring back <laughs> a lot of bad memories. Uh, when he says, Luke, I'm your father. Yeah. Well, he doesn't actually say that. He says whatever the fuck he says in it. Um, it's like, oh, g'day, I'm your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you had to find out like this. Yeah. I can't remember what he said. Whatever he says, he's like, I'm he, your, I'm he, he just says, I am your father. Yeah. yeah. So there was People one. like, I remember he says, Luke, I'm your father. It's like, no, that's just what you remember everyone saying. Yeah, yeah. That's like a lot of things though, right? Like uh, Beat me up, yeah, play it again, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that the Casablanca one doesn't come in because it's too old for people immersed in cop culture. <laughs> so no one ever ever remembers that one. Yeah. Um, it's getting to a point where people aren't going to remember the Star Wars ones. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, I saw someone had found a Star Wars toy officially licensed by George Lucas. It's yeah. Lucas officially so this licensed. Canon. This is canon that said, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. So that was evidence. And that couldn't be evidence of where people have got this from. Or just someone made a mistake in the toy factory. Yeah. Maybe the toy slipped through between the universes. Well, that's, I think that's what they're saying. So the where it gets its name from, though, the Mandela effect, is people remembering Nelson Mandela dying in prison, which didn't happen because he got out of prison and became president of South Africa. Now- Like famously as well. Yeah. Very famously. And the end of apartheid. Yeah. It's like- I never see any explanation for what happened with apartheid then. Like F.W. de Klerk was like, all right, let's wrap this up and I'll just continue being president and, you know. Who did people- 1001 Club. Who did people think ordered the great Rugby World Cup conspiracy? Yeah. If it wasn't Nelson Mandela. New Zealanders, you know what I'm talking about. So the question you've got to ask yourself is which is more likely? We've heard Nick Bostrom's three- Things now we've got the hypothetical institutes two things. Which of these is more likely? One of these is likely to be true, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. One is that the universes or simulations are leaking into each other, mm-hmm. or the second one is a bunch of white people uh, are not familiar with South African politics, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, it's mostly a bunch of people remembering things badly. Yeah. A bunch of people, a bunch of white people stopped taking any interest in South Africa the minute that people stopped yelling at them about it. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, why, did, why doesn't anyone go on about South Africa anymore? Yeah, it's because Cousin Nelson Mandela died, I yeah, assume. Yeah, that guy but died. It, people didn't remember this. It wasn't like the Nelson Mandela dying thing was like all through the 90s. People were like, oh, Nelson Mandela died. That was a bloody shame. Yeah. That special song. Fucking bittersweet now, isn't it? Yeah. What was the special song? Free Nelson Mandela. Oh, yeah, of course. They're like, oh, if only, <laughs> if only that dream could have come true. Yeah. It was when he actually died that they're like, oh, I thought he died years ago. Yeah. Like, you're just a fucking idiot. Did he die in, when, what year did he actually die? Like reasonably recently. 2012? Oh, it might have been, was it? Because no. a lot of a lot of people say that 2012 was when humanity ended and we're all dead. Yeah, in a uh, simulation. Yes. So he died in- 2013, so that doesn't even count. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to hear one that I found today that blew my mind? Yeah, hit us with it. Uh, how would you spell turmeric? Um, I'm going to say T-U-R-M-E-R-I-C. What would you say? Yeah, same as Cam. Okay, I've always thought it was T-U-M. Right. Well, it sounds like it's turmeric. Turmeric, yeah. Yeah. But And then I thought it was T-U-R. I'm like, what? No, it isn't. Well, I only know that because like I've got a, like a thing of turmeric pills. Right. But if you were like- What are you smashing them down Dark for? web turmeric. Yeah, a bit of dark web turmeric. It's good for your joints. Oh, yeah, your dark web joints. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> no, but if if I didn't have that, you're like, if I hadn't recently seen how turmeric is spelled, okay. you're like, how's turmeric spelled? I'd be like, well, based on your cook's pronunciation, where that R's gone out the window, I'd say it's T-U-M-E-R-I-C. <laughs> turmeric. Oh, so that's one. That's but one that, people that, say. Now I'm, now I'm embarrassed by my pronunciation. Thanks, Cam. Your pronunciation's not that cooked. It's like it's a soft R. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys come across so, – so while researching this, I looked up a few. Did you guys come across any fun Mandela effect <sighs> theories? I came across one guy who was so serious and so – he seemed to think he was the best body detective in the world. Yeah. And he was so fucking credulous. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're like this truth seeker, but you'll believe anything. So some guy went on 4chan and was like, I'm one of the scientists that does all the Nelson or does all the Mandela effect stuff. Mm. I'm the one cooking up the, the universes. Yeah. He's like, yeah, getting all this down. Did don't he say, know, did he say he was from CERN or something? Because CERN quite often come up. Yeah. yeah. CERN are colliding things to try and put in anomalies into our simulations. Or as a result of them. Colliding. Yeah. 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 But only little things have come in. Nothing yeah, major. only little inconsequential, yeah, only random little pop culture. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I don't, look, maybe this guy's working for like some sort of shadow government, and this is like disinfo." But certainly, there's a lot of information here, and like he put so much effort into it. It's like, "Fuck, you believe this? What are you doing?" It's like I, the John, the John Titor effect. I can't believe there's like some really dumb guy on the internet. I was like, what am I, what am I, what am I? and I'm watching it. I enjoyed a video of a guy talking about how we're all in a simulation because all of this stuff happens. It, it, weird, wacky things happen. And his whole video was just like clips of people nearly getting hit by cars. Oh, I saw that one. You see that one? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like trucks just narrowly missing cars. And, and like kind of optical illusions where like some traffic will obscure someone that's walking through traffic. Yeah. And then they'll kind of appear and it looks like, whoa, that guy just appeared out of nowhere. And they're like, see, are these people teleporting from another yeah. universe? Is that the same was one? It, I think so. And it was like, all of this has to be programmed. It's like a video game. Why would, you know, it's impossible that someone would just get missed by a swerving truck by a millimeter. It's like, no, they're just lucky people. Even video games are better than that now. Yeah. <laughs> Did I find, yeah, no, one of the car crash ones that I saw, you can see the blind spot of like parked cars and stuff where the other car, car comes out of the side. And then you can see like a little bumper just as this car allegedly just appears. Yeah. And this person's like, this is absolute truth that, you know, this car just appears. I'm like, no, it's just a, a freaky yeah. optical illusion. You can see the headlights of it underneath the other car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there was old mate who'd never seen an R wall before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 56K something about. on YouTube. He was one of the ones that said we all died in 2012. He recorded recorded it while he's that one in a car, just driving along. Yeah, which is a pretty heavy thought to be having while you're driving along in a car. Yeah, like, do I exist? Fuck, pull over, mate. I don't <laughs> want you to yeah. to suddenly try and verify if you're dead or not <laughs> while you're driving. <laughs> uh, but he also did a video. It was just like a video of animals he's never seen before, where he just listed animals and yeah. showed photos of them. And like he wasn't angry about it. He was kind of chill with the fact that someone were, some of them were pretty cute. Yeah. 
That's, that's a pretty cute fish. There was a cool spiky lizard that was holding its own tail oh, in its yeah. mouth. He goes, that looks awesome. Yeah. Never, never seen, seen it before. It before. Yeah. So glad it exists now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's like down with this, yeah. <laughs> which I, I, I'm pretty cool with. Um, but, but some of them he's like, that's an ugly animal. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't happy about all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them he was very upset by. Yeah. And some of them, maybe he's nagging them. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are ugly enough to be cute. Yeah. 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 Some of them are animals that I've, Definitely seen pre-2012. Yeah, like the yeah. narwhal. The narwhal. He's like, this is some sort of whale with a spike. Yeah. I've never like, heard of a whale with if a you've spike. never seen a narwhal before, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's a pretty amazing animal. Yeah, but they're in cultural things. Like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, there's narwhals in it. You also listen to a lot of metal. True. Yeah. And I imagine narwhals pop up pretty frequently. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Mastodon have a great album called Leviathan. It's about whales. That might have a narwhal thing in it. I think it just has a... Doesn't it just have a whale? There's a song called Iron Tusk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's a great song. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah. I, I don't know much about Mastodon, but that's a fucking sweet it's album. It's a great album. I found a Russian guy whose train changes minutes at the same time every day. So, like, he's walking along and he's filming the, the time. It's got, like, you know, seven minutes away. Yeah. And then he puts the camera down, then yeah. looks back up and it says six minutes. Wow, what's going on? And then he puts it down again. And puts it up again. It's ten minutes, right? And then he mutters every fucking day in, like a, in a Russian accent, not a weird Irish accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that was Irish, was it? Well, whatever it sounded like to you guys. <laughs> yeah, not Russian. No, so, every fucking day. No, not South African. No. The only thing I know how to say in a Russian accent is "you here for person, you here for problem." <laughs> uh, I found this other guy who was going on about Mona Lisa. Yeah. And he said the Mona Lisa- used to not smile or something. Oh, one guy said it didn't used to not smile. He's like, you know, Mona Lisa smiles like a big thing, but it never used to smile. No, it's always been a weird half smile. Isn't the thing about what is she smiling about? Yeah. And what what does that look mean? Yeah. That was, it actually pops up. And another guy came up and said she never had hands before. And now she's got hands in the painting. And he said she used to be- How she had a fucking sandwich. Yeah. Between sittings. And he says that she was always more pixelated than she is now. <laughs> Dude, go outside. Yeah. Leave your house and go to an art gallery. So remember back back in like when people had really shit phone cameras yeah. and they'd take photos of them and now they've got high, big high quality ones? I thought that was just amazing. And the same dude, um, he was going on looking at uh, Latin Bible verses and then translated them via Google Translate. Yeah. And like changing a word and the whole thing would change. Yeah. And that was the mandala effect in real time. Right. When you actually change something physically. Yeah, when you change. My phone is that way right now. Yeah. Yeah. Look well, at that. It's upside down. Or, or when you take in the incredibly complicated task of translating Latin into English and a computer's doing it in real time, it's not doing it super accurately. It's not evident to anything. Um, and apparently the Lord's Prayer is different and Melina Trump read it out and she read it out differently but didn't say what it used to be on the video that I saw. It just said it was like, that's evident, see. But does that not come out of the Bible? Yeah. And there's a thousand different Bibles. I've never read two Bibles that have the same, the same. things in them. Yeah. yeah, many translations of the Bible. Yeah. It's the ultimate Chinese whispers. Yeah, The Bible came up a lot. I used to always go to find the bit from the start of Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. And okay, when I'd get that's a Bible, why you've read so many. When I'd get a Bible, it was always different to how it was on the album. 
I was like, I want to find one that's the same. Or Mandala effect. Yeah, yeah it just kept on changing. Yeah. yeah. The one that guy that was talking about the lion and the lamb, it was some Bible quote. I can't remember what, what passage. But in the comments, uh, one guy was angry because it was even fucking quoted in Twilight yeah. the oh. wrong way and now it's different. And he said, I'll find that shit. That was 10 hours ago when I was looking at the thing and he like posted it 10 hours before I was looking. He yeah. hadn't come back. So I don't know if he'd fallen down a Twilight rabbit hole or right. someone had got to him. Yeah. Or who gives a shit? It's a Twilight fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Not an important Iron Maiden thing. No, no. <laughs> Another lady who thought her husband had changed, she was recording it from the bathroom and they used to have con- conversations about continental, continental drift not being taught in schools. Yeah. And then he couldn't remember it. Yeah. And he's like- <laughs> Husband can't remember mundane shit he talked about with his wife. Well, he's like, you know, he used to always tell the story, tell the same stories and she's like, you know how your partners always tell the same stories and she has that little side mouth thing, like a comedian thing. You know what I'm saying. Your husband's always saying the same thing. Ladies, you get me repeating the same shit. Now he doesn't remember it. Now he doesn't say the same stuff anymore. Yep. And now she's terrified. Well, it's just a normal mental delusion. Um, yeah. I was actually a little bit concerned for her well-being. Um, I found some religious stuff. Yeah, I found it. Yeah. So this is... The, the Nick Bostrom stuff, the three thing, yeah. that's like the mainstream sort of simulation theory. That's what Elon Musk has been on about a little bit recently. Yeah. Although, so the thing is, Nick Bostrom came out with this thing. He's like, one of these three things is probably true. And it's also, it's a bit of a philosophical thought experiment. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, I think, took it a, like a little bit literally and he like said on something... I think he was trying to repeat it and he, he was like, look, I, I'm, I'm on board with three. So then it filters down to these YouTube guys and they're like, even Elon Musk is talking about it. That's what more proof do you need that this is happening? The capitalist that's getting us into space. Yeah. So then there's this whole other level though where people are like, nah, it's not like humanity doing it. It's God running simulations. Mm. But not God. It's I saw this one thing where it was all about the demiurge which is like a, a Gnostic sort of god okay, that uh, is running this simulation and there's like demons and ghosts and aliens. Stranger Things. Uh, no, that was, that was, that was the thing. Demigorgon. Uh, I mean, it is essentially religion, right? Like if we are in a simulation, mm-hmm. the the same, I guess, the same result is religion. We're not controlling our own fate and, and God is. Yeah, car crash video guy. Turned very. I don't. I don't think he turned religious in his what he was saying, but he was getting into the thing of like, look, everything's obviously been put in place by for a reason, and we've been given a handbook on how to survive in this this simulation. It's called the Bible, right? Yeah, it's full of good stuff about how to live your life good and get along well in this simulation. Go to your Bible, and I was it's like, awesome. uh, have you lost me a little bit? And I'm like, no, but that's kind of true about the Bible, you know. Or except all the like Horrible killing stuff. the gays and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, the- so we're all on board with starting a cult. Um, well, I mean, if they're giving us a handbook, maybe an upgrade, Stu? Yeah. No, let's- yeah, the Hypothetical Institute cooked book. Yeah, yeah. there we go. So the, the thing about this, the whole simulation thing is it's sort of like, it's an extension of like the other <sighs> conspiracy theory stuff where it's like false flags. 
when you believe in a false flag, it's you're trying to return some order to a chaotic world. Mm. You're saying, I can't handle 30 kids getting shot in a primary school. Mm. I'd prefer to believe in a world where the government got actors in and, yes, there's some sort of shady shadow government that wants to take my guns and my liberty, Mm -hmm. but that's not happening right now. I can handle that. That's better than fucking having to deal with 30 kids getting killed. Yeah. With the simulation thing, it's you just it's just an extra level up. Yeah. You're saying, look, there's all of this stuff happening, but it's all predetermined. It's all a simulation. None of it's real. None of these people are real. It doesn't matter what happens. And, you know, just make the best of it. And it's like, well, whatever. It's like everything I'm doing is predetermined as well. So whatever. Yeah. So if it turns out that, Say, like we realise, there's a massive glitch. Some of the code falls out of the sky. Mm. We decipher it. Top minds, Elon Musk. Yeah. He's like, shit, guys, I've got the absolute evidence. We're in a simulation. What would you do differently? Anything? Would you just carry on living your life? I don't know. One of these philosophical guys was like, look, maybe there'll be like a, one day a little fucking box will pop up in front of you. It's like you're, you're living in a simulation. Do you want to? You want to find out more? Click yes. Uh, and like, if there's some sort of glitch, that- it sucks that the technology is basically Windows ninety five yeah. in the simulation to tell us. It's like if there is a glitch or whatever. Yeah, they could just turn it off. They could just rewind it. Yep. So you'd never know. Oh, okay. There's that famous. I can't remember who who did it. I'm pretty sure it was a comedian, but where they they talk about like religious people you know, having the fear of God, making them do good. And they were like, if we don't have God, you know, what would happen to society? And it's like, well, what would you do then if there was no God? Would you go around killing people? It's the same kind of thing with the the simulation. Like, doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I'm still probably going to be me. Yeah, well, we've done the experiment on what happens if you don't believe in God. It's like there's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So yeah. it would probably be about the same. Oh, uh, I did come across one thing. The Simpsons... You may have heard of it, mm-hmm. television show. They're immune to it. Right. So all the little pop culture of things that they've gotten wrong, such as I think Mirror Mirror was in there. Yep. Uh, it's not looped. just that that's where heaps of the shit has come from. <laughs> no, no. So they were in on it. Uh, I think there's like 13 reasons why the Simpsons are immune. So yeah. for some reason it's only affecting pop culture yeah. and weird little like stories from people's childhoods. The doyen of all that, The yeah. Simpsons, which is probably the biggest pop culture like influence so much. Yeah, they're immune to it, right? Why? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm not going to pull a robot and put you on the spot over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the reason why is because this is idiotic. Yeah, and the Mandela effect, Mandela effect is is crazy. Yeah, and except for turmeric. The Simpsons is a show that's been running for 20 years and does pop culture pastiches and things yeah. and get, gets things slightly off and everyone watched it at six o'clock every night when they were a kid yeah. unless they weren't allowed to. You fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> is the the theory about if we were going to – if you can be in a simulation, we probably are in a simulation. Yeah. Is that similar to the thing where it's like time travel will never be invented because you've never met a time traveller? I think that's slightly different because we would the time traveler would have revealed themselves, whereas the simulation doesn't necessarily have to reveal itself. But would we, if if we can get to a point in 
our society where we can become a, do a simulation and then the simulators have to turn us off. Yeah. Why are we even here? Well, because we're not at that point yet. We yeah. haven't reached that point of the simulation. So like the people that are simulating us would theoretically be at that point and they could be getting switched off as soon as we get too complicated. If they've already reached it, wouldn't the people running their simulation? Well, they might not have to switch them off just yet. Maybe they've got enough bytes left in their, mega drive, in their hard drive. Yeah, uh, they're running it all off a of body sinker mega drive. Life is Alex kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the, the thing about the about not being able to run simulations within simulations though, is that if we are in a simulation and we're not the top level, yeah, then like the idea that the level above us is the top level is stupid as well. And so it's simulations all the way up. Yeah. Simulations all the way up and eventually it'll be simulations all the way down. So do you want a uh, Mandala effect on Alex Alex Kidd? Yes. Yeah. What happened to Alex Kidd? Did it used to be with 1D? What, isn't that Alex the Kidd? Oh, Alex. It's Alex. Was it not Alex Kidd? Yeah, Alex Kidd with two Ds, right? Yeah. So people called him Alex the Kid, but it's actually Alex Kidd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this person is posting on Reddit. That they're like, what the hell? Why is it Alex the Kid everywhere? And why is Alex Kid? It's just another thing that someone forgot because they were fucking eight years old playing Master System 2 in their bloody PJs. So, so where do we land on this? Well, we know where Saldi lands. He thinks that we'll never make it. Fucking such a pessimist. I'm an optimist. Yeah. I think we will make it. And where where do you land? Are you on? I don't know. You on the boring middle one where you're like, oh, we wouldn't do it. It's too unethical. God no. But you, you don't, don't think we will make it. Your thing is that we've made it and we're already in it. Yeah. No. Look, as if like you'd be running a simulation. You're like, oh, let's see what happens when these fucking idiots make a podcast. Like, and that applies to all podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as soon as the first podcast happened, they're like, fuck, kill this off. Yeah. <laughs> White dude sitting around talking about video games and comics. Oh. You get up to the first podcast, you'll be like, it fucking happened again. <laughs> Reset. How are these simulations going, John? Yeah, there's there's two guys keep- smoking weed talking about their kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we got no podcast this time. I'm sorry, you've got to kill it off. Not good. It's just a blackboard with podcasts and all these fucking marks on it. <laughs> One of the things I do most like about this whole thing is photos of old ladies on the train that are dressed similar that people say that are glitch in the matrix. Right. Yeah. I saw two guys on the street that was the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, they're, they're the fun. And there was one of two ladies and with shopping bags that were the same, same dresses and everything on the same street. Right. That was really fun. <laughs> so if nothing comes of this and we never know we're in a simulation, yeah. at least we've got these fun little pictures to look at and go, ha, look at that coincidence. Yeah. And we're going to see a guy looking at a picture of a blobfish and being like, Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, but kind of cute. <laughs> ugly and slimy. <laughs> he called one animal ugly and slimy. It was kind of a fun looking frog thing. Yeah. Poor little frog thing. Yeah. Oh, and one he called a penis snake. I penis didn't see eel. A penis snake. Uh, and he's going on about like it's an ugly penis. And he's like, some ladies might be into that though. That's a little bit inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> he apologized. He's a sweet old man, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Poor old bastard, never seen a narwhal. Yeah. Now he's like, fucking no. Now he's going to get super into metal. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that I think that does it for living in a simulation. Uh, yeah. We've got a bit of housekeeping to do. Sure. Uh, we've got some reader mail. Do we? Uh, Derlin wrote to us via Facebook. Guys, love the podcast. Well, obviously. I've been waiting for your talk on Alex Jones. I can confirm he doesn't work out. 
It's his supplements that have made the physique he is now according to him. Mm. So this is straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Even though I can't see any difference from five years ago to now. Mm. What supplements does he take? Oh, he sells he's a whole got, bunch. Yeah, he's got like oh, all right. these cooked black goo. Yeah. He doesn't supplement his life with good diet and regular exercise. I think he probably does. Yeah. That's why he's so ripped. Yeah. Camp's got a bit of a crush on him. Also about the Sandy Hook thing, he used to be all for it, but has backpedaled madly recently. But the funny thing is that some of his guests are still fully into it. So when they start talking about it, it gets awkward. It's great. And I have to agree that it's great. <laughs> I haven't watched much Alex Jones. I've kind of circled him over yeah, the years. The I don't have four hours a week to spend. Oh my God. Alex Jones. These shows are so long. Uh, but, but so informative. The Should we do uh, Sandy Hook next week? Are, are, we, we, are we at the time? I think we should do Alex Jones. Alex Jones and Sandy Hook or should we separate them? Because they're two big, big things. Let's just do Alex Jones and I will think about whether I want to talk about dead children. Okay. <laughs> um, so are we not doing an Alex Jones update now? We're doing it. Oh, uh, we'll do an Alex Jones update. We'll do an Alex Jones update now. So the other thing that happened since we last- Because there are conspiracies around Alex Jones himself. Right. Yeah, that's okay. what we'll talk about. Yeah. And we'll talk about the conspiracy within the family court against him. Yeah. Uh, but the, something that happened since we last podcasted is that he lost his custody case. Um, Which means he didn't lose complete custody though, right? He can't like – basically his wife decides when he can see and spend time with the kids. Yeah. So based on her testimony that he's a crazy man, probably never. But that's – yeah, that's how it's gone. So he lost – So because we were talking – last week when we were talking about it, it was like he's trying to get custody. He's going to have to come out and say, hey, look, I'm not really this crazy man that I pretend to be. I don't believe all this cook stuff. Yeah. And we were worried that everyone was going to go, what? What a fraud. And so he lost his case and he had to come out and say, I'm not actually a crazy man, but no one really cared. Yeah. Because I think if you're deep into an Alex Jones, you're probably already like, you're not going to be changing your opinion. Like he has some pretty fucking crazy ideas. So that's feasible. You know, the, the media is lying and making it up because interdimensional beings also exist in these people's worlds. Yeah. yeah. If, if Hitler had turned around at the last minute and gone, Ignore everything I said. Yes. We still have fucking dickhead <laughs> Nazis nowadays being knobs. Yeah, 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 definitely. So there were a few interesting things in the trial. Okay. Uh, one of the things was that uh, he tried to say that his wife was the conspiracy theorist in the house, <laughs> which didn't take. Uh, he's also being sued. While he was defending this case, he also got sued by the Chobani Yogurt Company. Yep. Because uh, he – I don't know. Are you familiar with their, their – their whole products. deal, their delicious yogurts. Don't think so. And well, dips. And dips? They do dips now. Their yogurts and their dips are great, mm. but they're also quite good because they support refugees. Oh, that's nice. It's like I think the owner like gives millions or like hundreds of millions of dollars to refugee causes and he employs like heaps of refugees in the States. Mm. And, of course, Alex Jones was like, oh, he's bringing rapists into the country. And so they're like, yeah, actually – I'm so much richer than you. I can just <laughs> take you to court. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what was where's that one at? I think that's that case is just going to go to court. Awesome. Or it will be, you know, whatever. Um, he's in some sort of feud with Stephen Colbert now, or Stephen Colbert. 
whatever he's yep. landed on now that yep. he's not doing that show. I, I saw on Twitter today that Alex Jones was like, oh, Stephen Colbert won't even debate me. Yeah. It's like he'll, he's got some character on his show based on Oh, Alex yeah, Jones, that's right, yeah. But he's like, he wouldn't debate me. He's like, he debated Bill O'Reilly. He's like, he wouldn't debate me. What a coward. It's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Part of why he's gotten a little bit cooked is because he smokes pot, but he's like, that's fine, except bloody George Soros fucking turned turned the bloody hydro meter up. Yep. These, these dang buds got too hydro. <laughs> so he smokes pot to check on its potency. Yeah. Is his is what he says like a couple of times, once a year or whatever, just to make sure it's not as potent to see what to keep an eye on George Soros. Yeah, he got high on the fucking the program with what's his name, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah, and, and like talking to DMT, and it didn't. Oh, did they? I don't know. He again. I don't have fucking four hours to dive into this. <laughs> no, I, I remember. Like, uh, actually, I think Alex Jones probably cops like the DMT thing when I think it's more Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, but he. I know he has like. Had it, like he thinks like everyone of the government's on DMT. Yeah, right. And they're all like, oh, clockwork elves. DMT's making a comeback as a drug. It's been popular lately, I've seen, yeah. in the world of conspiracy theorists. If you know what the actual go is with Alex Jones and DMT, do at us. Yes, please do. And if you have any other tips. Anyway, so my, my point being like he chuffing up on the reg. Yeah. Like you can't get high and drink beers with Joe Rogan. Yeah. And handle like, somewhat normally like he did. Yeah, handle fucking Joe Rogan's insane Hollywood weed. Yeah. Or Hollywood. Yeah, Joe Rogan isn't bloody coming in with bloody some just random shake that he's found on the bottom yeah, of the bag. he's not giving him his house weed. No, nah, yeah. it's not his house it's weed. Not, it's not the table weed. Not table, table weed. weed. It's fucking it's, OG Kush. Yeah, it's the heavy hitter. Probably some sour diesel up yeah, in the house. It's a white widow. Yeah. The So if you're only a once a year smoker- yeah. You're not going to handle that. Yeah, if you at all. If you're just a Soros smoker. Yeah. So his theory is that he's checking on George Soros, the lefty, to make sure that he keeps the potency in check or something. Yeah. The George Soros isn't like So and down the, the, down in his hydro setup, <laughs> just like, man, we could really cross pollinate these <laughs> buds and fucking create something insane. And also like so we established a while back. Like what George, fertilizer are you using, George Soros? George people don't like George Soros because he wants sort of more peace, more open borders, yeah. more nice things to happen. Social justice. Yeah, social justice. He's also making the weed better now. Yeah. Why do people hate him so much? But he's making he's just making it stronger. Oh, again, why do we hate him so much? It's just that Alex Jones has gone from like bushweed to hydro. Yeah. It's such an Australian thing. <laughs> if people want to find us on the internet and add us about Alex Jones taking DMT. Yes. Where would they do that? At Hypothopod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical Institute on Facebook. Hypotheticalinstitute.com is where you can, you know, download the things. We should put something on that website. Yeah. Also, if you have uh, – I'm going to pose a question to the listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweet us or something. If we put Alex Jones in a house with a dolphin, <laughs> would he jerk off the dolphin before or after LSD? Where can they find you, Robbo? I've just got a point. One last thing. Yeah, all right, We've got right. another Twitter account that we didn't know about. Yeah. Oh, Hi- yeah. Hypopod. It's got our logo and everything. Is this a Mandela effect? I think that it might be a Twitter account associated with the original incarnation of this podcast. Ah. Salty, do you remember creating a Twitter account for the original incarnation? Yeah, I might have. Mandela effect. And you didn't think when we're like, oh, what should we call the podcast? Oh, Hypopod's taken. Oh, we'll call it Hypothopod, whatever the fuck that means. Well, would we? did we try Hypopod? I didn't do it. Who set it up? <laughs> no, I said it up. Okay. Oh, did you try Hypopod <laughs> no. first? No, of course not. Mandela effect. 
at Isle of a Time for me. Some, yep. some good podcasting if you're interested in beer and stuff has gone up on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Check it out. At Saltmarsh on the Twitter for me. Andrew Saltmarsh illustration on the Facebook. And at Sexenheimer for me or gather around me on Facebook and elsewhere on the web, my other podcast. All awesome. Right. Thanks, guys. Good one. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said, don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs. Don't worry about a thing. Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 But he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 Which, let's not forget where all of the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman And you're just blind if you can't see them Why don't you open your eyes?